Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bloke and the Bird Show, where if you're living in, what, the northern half of the United States, you're either unburying yourself from snow or you're getting buried by snow. I have friends in Massachusetts that their current forecast is 12 to 18 inches. Yeah, they're really getting hammered. We didn't get nearly that hammered. And people keep saying, why do we live here? Because we get less snow than they get there. <laughs> I'm not sure that's fully, and it certainly gets a lot colder here than it does there. Well, there's that. But heat still works. Mm-hmm. The roof is still on. I have not had to interact with the snow. Yeah, we need to change that. No, I no. think the next time it snows, you have to clear the driveway. I agree. Maybe you should be the one who has to deal with the wet snow. I have cleared this driveway. I Once. have done it. But I have done it. Once. It doesn't matter. Years ago. We haven't lived here years. Ages ago. <laughs> we have not lived here years ago. Wait, was this when the dinosaurs roamed the world? No, I think it was the week after. Ah. Face it. Your job is to keep the driveway clear. Now, you've been falling down on your job of keeping the snow away. Because normally it snows heavier when you are not home to clear the driveway. You know, if we had a heated driveway, this wouldn't be a problem. (sighs) Do you want us to dig up? They're a thing. You want us to dig up the brand spanking new driveway that's out there. Well, it's not brand spanking new. We don't need to go into the details of how old our driveway is, but it's not brand spanking new. (laughs) Trust me on that. It is younger than our last driveway. Okay, but dinosaurs were younger than our last driveway. (laughs) (laughs) Dinosaurs had nothing to do with our driveway. How do you know that there aren't any dinosaur bones buried underneath our driveway? I have no idea what's buried underneath our driveway. And I'm good with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So there is no segue to discuss the age of our driveway to get to our first story. There isn't. But instead we find ourselves with the weekly Formula One coronavirus report. Yeah, when did that happen? We were not going to go into the weekly Formula One coronavirus report. We weren't until driver number six tested positive. Yeah, Pierre Gasly from AlphaTauri has recently um, been confirmed that he has tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Now, I think what's really kind of notable here is that he was at training camp in Dubai. Oh. Weren't there like three other drivers over there too that also got um, COVID-19 from well, at Dubai? The, at the very least, Lando Norris did as well. Because he was in Dubai. Mm-hmm. And apparently, um, at least for the UK, there's some pretty significant travel restrictions when it comes to people coming and going from Dubai because of how rampant the virus has been there. Oh. So while I get that the drivers kind of like going to Dubai because it's warm and it's sunny and it's dry and that works for the training regimen, I don't know, maybe Tenerife might be a better option? Lanzarote. Lanzarote. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where Jensen Jensen Button used to go to Lanzarote. It's a desolate place. Yes. It's not a magical place. It's It's a a desolate place. (laughs) (laughs) Actual quote. 
from the tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and you're right. Charles Leclerc was the other one. He tested positive when he returned home from Dubai. So it's drivers got to stay out of Dubai at this point. Six drivers have now tested positive. Now that is total. That's not in the last couple of weeks. So we had two that tested positive during the season. Three. Three. Three that, see? Three during the season. Three bef- three after the season, which left how many during the season? <laughs> three. Let's, let's do <laughs> If you have three drivers that test, <laughs> and then you take away this- three. I didn't know this was word problem math episode of the podcast. In mom's defense, Lewis Hamilton tested positive at the last race. Okay, so in her defense... No, it was, no, it was no. before that, because that's how He raced George... in the last race. Yeah. No, no, I thought the last race was Abu Dhabi, and that was the one in which um, Mercedes screwed over George Russell. No, that was uh, Bahrain. That George Russell ran in the second of the Bahrain races. Oh, yeah. Bahrain, too. The Squirkle. The Squirkle. All right. So now we've done the word problem and our weekly coronavirus update. Did we get positive confirmation? Well, see, we weren't done with the coronavirus update because we had, remember, last week I was skeptical about the story. Mm -hmm. I didn't trust the source. But we did get confirmation, sure enough, Total Wolf did, in fact, test positive and did go into quarantine in Kitzbühel. Oh. He was asymptomatic. Okay. Um, but uh, 10 days in quarantine came out and then attended the ski races Well, in Kitzbühel. Now, you know, priorities being what they are. <clears throat> so yeah. naturally, while he was in quarantine, we got a contract for Lewis, right? No. He says that the lawyers are working hard. He said, we don't make life easy for them, of course, when we both argue over Zoom and keep sending curveballs to the lawyers. But he's in America, Lewis. So there, there was our other answer last week of where Lewis was doing his skiing. He, he's here in the States. I'm assuming Colorado. That would be the most yeah. logical. So I mean, I did ask him if he wanted to come over for dinner on his way over, but we do not serve a vegan diet, and no. so this is always a problem. So Toto said that at some point we will finalize it. Um, But he said the logistics that's going on have have slowed things down. You know, the fact that they have not been able to talk face-to-face, he thinks is having an impact because they have a really good relationship. They get along really well. They're buds. Toto hasn't said that Lewis is a really nice guy, has he? No, it's not. Okay. He says it's how it is with negotiations. You always come from different corners, but that's quite normal. We have a really solid basis in our relationship. We have celebrated great successes together and want to continue doing so in the future. But sometimes you have to talk things out in detail, and that took or still takes us some time. But before Bahrain at the latest, you have to sign something at some point. When he says Bahrain, he's talking the test, Mm -hmm. not the race that just went by or the next Bahrain race, because that would be pushing. (laughs) So, yes, he. by the time they start testing, he has to sign something. And he did say that, um, his, his words, that Mercedes has never played the George Russell card in these negotiations. Uh, okay. I didn't know that George Russell was a card. I thought he was a driver. Well, 
You know exactly <laughs> what I mean, but thank you. I mean, I just can imagine these Zoom negotiations going there and, and Toto's got sitting on his side table this like playing card with George Russell's face on it. Like, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. But still no word on what is holding this up. You know, I've heard some rumblings that now they've set the deadline of the end of February. Oh. Uh, yeah. My only thought here is that they really do have an agreement in principle that it, this is some sort of detail, whether it's contract renewal, like, you know, how many years it's going to be, the outs in it. There's going to it's going to come out that there's some little detail that for some reason is a sticking point on both sides. But they've got the concept in at the highest level. I don't know. I'm betting that Lewis is asking for a piece of the team. You know, I, I've heard everything. That That's one thing I have not heard. That's why I think that's the And case. I've also heard that, I've heard some th- folks say that he's asking for more money, that Mercedes isn't willing to chip in for, but rumor has it that Ineos is. Mm. I've heard that he's upset over potential rumored layoffs at Mercedes um, and that he that's somehow tied into this negotiation. I've heard that that has nothing to do with it. I, I don't know. Um, Bernie Eccleston says that this is all a publicity stunt, which, you know. To what end? So that somebody would call up Bernie Eccleston and ask him his opinion. <laughs> Best that I could come up with because I don't know why you'd call Bernie in the first place on this, but somebody called Bernie and asked him about this. When nobody else is answering your calls, she called Bernie because Bernie will always answer your calls. Dial a quote. Except you. Bernie has never answered your calls. No, he has not. He doesn't even hand it off. He just ignores it. It doesn't even go to voicemail. (laughs) It's like it's a special blocked number. Yeah. I get the the number you called is not in service. It's really weird. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it possible that you did not get Bernie Eccleston's number? That you got like Bernice Chris- Eccleston's number? Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> he says, whatever you do, run! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so um, this past week, as we mentioned, was a five-day test for Ferrari at Fiorano. Private test. Um, Mick Schumacher was there, Callum Eilert was there, Carlos Sainz was there, um, and uh, Charles Leclerc were there. Um, They were driving the older cars, Mm -hmm. the ones that didn't completely suck. Um, And again, driving it at at Ferrari's private test track in the backyard of the the Maranello factory. Literally. Really is. It's the factory, then you, you have the track right behind it. That's typically where a backyard is. See? Like, there's the grills out behind the, the the factory where like the deck is and you know the hangout area the pool well, see, and then the- <laughs> well see the the way the factory works is there's actually it's a courtyard where the grills and stuff are and on the other side of the courtyard there's another building and then a track ah because you got to keep the fuel separate you, oh, want, that's you don't want that too close to the grills because oh you know. I thought they were using rice fuel for their grills no no, no? That, that's even in Italy, in Italy that is frowned upon. Oh. Okay. 
So anyway, um, several diehard Tifosi, which I mean, exactly. that's kind of like all <laughs> Tifosi, but <laughs> I mean, I didn't think there was a continuum of Tifosi. <laughs> um, several made their way to Marinello um, and found a spot camped out outside the track to catch some view of the test. Now, if you're not familiar with Fiorano, which most are not, there are no grandstands. Mm-hmm. It really is essentially a corporate test track. It's not designed for spectators at all, which means these folks probably, they parked some distance away from the track, climbed over some guardrails, walked through some weed-strewn and garbage-strewn fields to stand up against a fence to see a really small park. And they were happy to do it. They were. And they were even more happy when at 4 p.m. the the session that uh, was going on stopped. And this small fire truck drove along the circuit and drove up to where the fans were. And out popped Carlos Sainz to come and say hi. Aww. (laughs) So they had a couple of banners. And that caught his eye as he was driving around in particular... There was the Vamos Carlos banner and the Smooth Operator banner. And <laughs> caught his eye because, as he said, so people here in Italy and the Tifosi already know my name and my preferences in terms of names. So that's a good start. <laughs> but as a result of that, he said, at the end of the day, I had the chance to go and say hello. So got in a car, went to say thanks to them for being there and supporting me on a very special day and sharing with them a bit of the passion and what a special day it was for me. Aw, that's... Um, it actually was kind of cool. It's cool, but That it's he a... took a fire truck to go see the fans. <laughs> but <clears throat> not... As, as rabid as the Tifosi are, mm-hmm. Ferrari and their drivers historically have not been incredibly personable to them. True. They talk to them, you know, like they'll talk from the, mm-hmm. you know, and thank the Tifosi and stuff. But it's not like that McLaren camaraderie thing or that like jumping into the stands Lewis style kind of relationship. It's Who was always... the last team boss? What was his name? The Marlboro Man? Yes. Marlboro Man? No. <laughs> um, I can see his face and the heavy accented English that he'd never give interviews. Yeah. Gray hair. His face first season he went to the stands yes in barcelona with one of the the junior drivers Mm -hmm. and sat in the stands with the fans to watch testing in barcelona one afternoon what was that man's name it's like the only time he interacted with the public but it was one of those things where it was like Maurizio Rivabene that's what I was going to say had you given me the opportunity (laughs) it just hit me sorry um, but it was also a huge story because it was such a departure and the hope was that he was going to be more personable with the fans. And then he wasn't. And then he wasn't. And so now Carlos is personal. So we'll have to wait and see. Now I have a question for our youngest member. Okay. Would you walk a mile-ish across some guardrails in a trash strewn field with full of weeds to go stand for a day at a fence line to see occasionally a car take a corner. 
How much action is going on at that corner? It's testing. It's testing. It's not going to be passing. There's going to be a car take it take a corner every so often. Is there a correct answer to this question? I'm just asking. I want to know how much of a tifo. I'm, I'm measuring your tifosiness. <laughs> totally a word. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not because this, there's literally no point. It's just a car going around a corner. If there so was like low a- on the tifosi metric. Well, you know, you, you think about how 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 interested he was in IndyCar testing. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Except for when we were in the pits. Mm-hmm. But actually, the real question for him, mm. you know, this is the person who is a Sebastian Vettel fan. Oh. And followed him from Red Bull to Ferrari. Now that he's left Ferrari and he's gone to Racing Point. I don't know what this Racing Point is. Are you sure that they're called Racing Point anymore? I think they're called Aston Martin. (laughs) Now that he has left, and and by the way, this week was his first day at the Aston Martin plant. Oh, okay. Yeah, the people were all excited. I was like, well, okay, he spent the day at the plant. Great, wonderful. But anyway. Is your fandom going to follow Sebastian Vettel from Ferrari to Aston Martin? Or are you going to find a new favorite driver and team? I've already found a new favorite driver. Pray tell. Share with us in all of the podcasting world. Okay. It's your boy, Sergio Perez. My boy? I don't understand. (laughs) So you're you're going back to your roots of Red Bull to fanboy across Checo. Yeah. Well, that's good because you have a, a shirt. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit him anymore. Uh, the adult one that I bought should. Oh, okay. Not the child size one that he wore when he was yeah. 10. <laughs> um, I think that was like fifth grade. That would be when you were 10. Good um, times. But no, I bought you a, an adult version at the Puma place. Mm. So, while, while we're talking of Italy. That you still haven't taken me to. But I've been there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and thus you have not taken me. And I find this a failing. So, adjacent to the place where I've been in Italy no. is Imola. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> hey, I, I, I could have gone driven over there when when I went to uh, San Marino. Actually, did go to, to the real San Marino, not San Marino adjacent, which is Imola. Um, but according to the Italian government, we have not heard it yet from Formula One. But according to the Italian government, they have agreed upon a name for this year's race at Imola. And it won't be the San Marino Grand Prix. (coughs) (coughs) Is it the Imola Grand Prix? Because that's what it is. It will not be the Imola Grand Prix as of right now. And it is not the San Marino Grand Prix because San Marino is not kicking in money to pay for it. That's why it was the the Emilia Romana Grand Prix this past year. And it won't be the Emilia Romana Grand Prix this year? Well, according to Formula One's website, it is the Formula One TBC Grand Prix 2021. 
Ooh, that's a catchy title. Well, just wait. Because according to the, the, the Italian government, it appears that it's going to be the Grand Premio del Mare in Italy, El Del Emilia Romagna, which translates to the Grand Prix made in Italy and Emilia Romagna. Made in Italy. Grand Prix made in Italy and Emilia Romagna. <laughs> oh my. I can't wait to hear Ted Kravitz and David Croft trip over themselves to announce this race. <laughs> I have a dollar bet that they will abbreviate that down to the Emilia Romana Grand Prix. So WTF1 has come up with a, a hashtag for this. Okay. They've hashtagged it. Hashtag, we couldn't come up with a name for this race, so we just made something up Grand Prix. <laughs> I think that's a better name. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much exactly the case. <laughs> that is awful. So, yeah. So, other news. Because we, we don't have a whole lot this year. Well, um, it is the yeah. off-season, and... Toto had COVID, so, and he was in quarantine, so no news. Yeah. I mean, McLaren fired up their Mercedes engine for the first time. Did it fire? It did. Congratulations. Because it was a Mercedes engine, not a Honda. brand spanking new Honda that Honda couldn't figure out how to work without shaking it itself apart. Mm. Um, but uh, Dale Coyne, owner of Dale Coyne Racing, has said that he would love to have Roman Grosjean join the team for 2021. I think that would be really awesome. Um, so we we know that there's been some negotiations with Roman for potentially a seat in IndyCar. And Roman had even said prior to his accident that, you know, he was starting to warm up to the idea of racing on ovals. Mm. We, we have no word... At this point, what's happening here? Um, Dale Coyne Racing did go and announce um, uh, Ed Jones would be returning to one of the cars this year. Okay. Um, and that they're saying that uh, probably next week they will announce the second car, the second driver. Hmm. Okay. Well, I hope that Roman is A, healthy enough to get back in a car, and B, I think it would be really awesome for him to come over and race in Indy. It it would be very neat. Um, Now, one person who would not be racing for Dale Coyne because he got a seat, the mayor of Hinchtown. James Hinchcliffe is back in an Indy car. Uh, We'll be driving for Andretti. Oh. Yes. Nice. But uh, he has a seat again. Good. It was a little weird that he was not going to have a seat. It was very odd. Well, it it was because of the fact that McLaren came in and McLaren wasn't going to take a Honda engine and he is a Honda spokesperson. Right. So that, yeah, there there was an issue there. (laughs) So. Um, Also, there's been a delay to the start of the IndyCar season already. Um, it's being pushed back a week um, to April 18th, uh, and we'll be starting this year at Barber Motorsports Park, not in St. Petersburg. 
Interesting. Now, it'll be going to St. Petersburg uh, the following week. Yeah. So, they're still doing St. Pete. Now, will they, or have they said anything about whether or not there will be fans? Not as of yet. I think, I think they hope so, but as of yet, we don't know. Okay. Good to know. Also, while we're talking about signings and folks moving around and, and things like that, word is. So, do you remember Roberto Mary? No. I kind of remember him. Wasn't you kind of rooted for him. Wasn't he part of um, Marussia or Caterham? Yeah, he, he was one of those forgettable drivers from, from Marussia. Okay. Word is, he's headed back to F2. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's but all I have. Marusha's been out of the sport for a while. He's got to be pretty old. Well, no, he was fairly young when they signed him. So, oh, okay. And I think he was one of their last drivers. Okay. Yeah. And a rumor came out this week that Lawrence Stroll is looking to sell the Aston Martin team. Lawrence came out pretty quick and said these are unfounded and absolutely not. And as much as I dislike Lawrence, I got to kind of side with him on this one. It doesn't make sense that he would be selling the team already. No, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, Lance isn't retiring yet. Well, that that's the thing. When Lance retires, then... In, in, unless Lance decides that he wants the team for some reason. Yeah. Because I'm sure if he turned around and says, well, Dad, I don't want to race anymore, but maybe I could try my hand at designing race cars. <laughs> I would have thought that if he's going to sell the team, that's just so that he can have the money to buy the entire sport. That way his his um, lands can just win eight world championships. Oh, well, that could be the other option. And in our last week, because we don't have much this week. It's really slow week. Okay. And, you know, it's so slow that I actually put this story in the lineup because otherwise I wouldn't have even bothered with that. Okay. So word came out this week that Netflix um, is going to be, and I don't, I don't know if they've started production yet, but they've announced at least that this film, um, and loosely is, is what I'm going with. <laughs> It's not what they say, but I'm going loosely related to Formula One. The film will be called The Formula, starring Robert De Niro and John Boyega. So do you know who John Boyega is? No. Do you know who John Boyega is? Never heard of him. You have. And you actually, as soon as I say his most notable role, you'll be like, oh, that guy. Finn. Oh, that guy. See, told you. He's the, the First Order Stormtrooper who defected. Oh, that guy! <laughs> See, told you. Oh, he's a good actor. I like him. So Robert De Niro and Robert, or, or excuse me, John Boyega. Oh, let me get it right. Robert De Niro and John Boyega. Or Finn. Will, Just call him Finn. Finn <laughs> will be starring in the Netflix film Formula. Where it's going to be written by, written and directed and produced by Gerald McMurray, whose previous works include Burning Sands, a Netflix production that was nominated for the Grand Jury Prize at the 2017 Sundance Festival and 2018's The First Perch. 
The film is about an American F1 driver who becomes involved with the mafia and is forced to serve as a getaway driver to save his family. Oh, what? So this is Formula One adjacent? American Formula One driver. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's been like <coughs> less than five of those. Um, so when you when we were doing our pre-show prep, because you know how intense our pre-show prep is, mm-hmm. um, the first thing I thought about was this is as, as closely related to Formula One as that movie called The Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Which could have been a good racing movie if it didn't have a dog narrating well i'm kind of expecting this to be like just about every other intended to be cheesy racing movie that we have gotten intended to be cheesy yeah like drive the art of driving in the rain and there's been a couple of others that were well the art of driving in the rain was intended to be super duper sappy, but the problem is they used a dog as the narrator. Yeah, well. Um, no, if when I think of cheesy racing movies, I think of things like Cannonball Run. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, and that's kind of what I'm thinking this is going to wind up being. It's like, ooh, we're going to use prettier cars and they'll be action because it's a mob getaway and i mean my thought is okay if you're gonna go this route for starters why are you going with an american formula one driver go with an indy car driver yeah or better yet not try and make it a big deal about the formula one driver's nationality also possible i mean but yeah it's it's I, I'm t- I'm sorry. I, I I question the premise of this. And unless they have really good costumes, they're not going to be able to compete with Bridgerton or the Queen's Gambit. Okay, any racing movie, they're not going to have costumes like that. They should. <laughs> but no, because why? It hard, it, it's hard to get them into the car. And on that note, let's we'll call, call the, the show. show. We are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Are they all gone? Uh, is, is, there, is everybody gone? <laughs> huh? Good. Oh my gosh, my cheeks are killing me. I can't keep smiling like this anymore. I am exhausted. I think I need a break. A little break? Okay. Whew.